controversial choice and not everybody loves it. It shows your clients that you're leading the way. You are the ones to follow and not somebody else and that you're on top of things. It can also be a way mm -hmm. of regaining control of the type of work that you love, that you are efficient at, that you want to get really known for and attract more of. Each fuzz, sparkle foils and packages. Following the latest trends is definitely a game changer for any business, but I actually think it's an opportunity most salons miss out on in the hair and beauty industry. And I know what you're thinking, Larissa, I don't have time to deal with fashion trends and forecasting. I'm trying to run a business here, but I promise you, it won't take up too much of your time. It'll totally engage your team and it will likely increase your revenue. So today on the podcast, my good friend Christina Russell is back on the podcast and you may know her as Colour Christina and she's joining me today to talk about how creating fashion trends can increase your salon revenue. So this episode of the Salon Owners Collective podcast is brought to you by Salon Mastery, a business coaching program for salon owners to learn actionable strategies to step into transformation of your salon and of course your life with coaching, workshops, dedicated success coach and 24-7 support. The journey to becoming a million dollar salon is a lot closer than you think. You can click apply now in the show notes and we'll chat about how to grow your salon to the million dollar mark. Let's jump into the episode with Christina. Christina, thank you so much for joining me yet again on the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Thank you, Larissa. I love speaking with you and helping your listeners. I'm really excited to be talking with you. Now, I know lots of my uh, listeners, listeners know who you are, but for those who don't, why don't you give us a bit of a, who is Christina? Where are you in the world? What do you do? How did you get to be doing that? Absolutely. So my, na my full name is Christina Russell on social media. You might know me as Colour Christina. I am obsessed with colour. I love colour. I'm a hair colourist. I have been in the industry. This is coming into my 30th year. I think I've been adding it up. So I think I've got a big anniversary coming up and I've been an educator for most of that um, time span as well. I'm based in Sydney, Australia. I divide my time between working in the salon. I am a business owner, not a salon owner. And I'm also an educator and a podcast host of the Colour Christina Talks podcast for hairdressers. I love that. Well, I knew I had to have you back on the podcast. We've, we've done a couple of podcasts together. But um, in particular, I really wanted to pick your brains on a topic that when I was a salon owner, loved doing, and that is following and creating uh, fashion forward collections and I think it's really important whether your hair or makeup you know we are in the beauty and fashion industry and we want to be well I think clients look to us for what is in what should I be doing um, what suits me but what's in, in season and every year we would release between two and four collections color collections specifically we were a color salon and I know that this is kind of your sweet spot this is what you do this is what you think about every day and so I knew that um, both of our audiences and listeners would be really interested in this as a topic so thank you for joining me on the topic I'm looking forward to this episode I am as well and it's something that I 
did my training many, many years ago in Australia's first colour specialist salon. And the owner of that salon, her name was Alison Shower, came from the Vidal Sassoon generations of colourists and was trained by Annie Humphreys and had worked both in New York and in London. And so the way that I was taught from an early stage was to do those types of collections as well as how to do forecasting and to find what is expected to be coming in or if you didn't know perhaps to create something that you really loved to do give it a name and create in your salon branded trends so I'm really excited to share that with you and give some tips and actionable steps to help listeners who are excited to give this a try. Yeah, because I really think it's an opportunity to stand out from everybody else. So let's start with why would I even consider thinking about releasing a trend or a fashion? Um, um, like, What are the benefits of doing that? What are your thoughts? Well, something for me, I look towards the Pantone Colour Institute. Now, that is something that textile designers, artists, fashion designers, people who are coming up with the names for paints that you might be painting your home with. They are dyeing the t-shirts that you're wearing. Pantone is a international universal colour language that a lot of people that work within colour could include us hairdressers and salon professionals and beauty therapists and nail techs. They really help to forecast and will announce a colour of the year. I'm excited because I wear my hair peachy and this year is the colour of the year is called Peach Fuzz, which I know has been a controversial choice and not everybody loves it. But as a hair colourist, that gets me excited. And every December, Pantone announces a new colour. So that is one way. You can look at this as a universal way. You can also look at seasons. So we're in the opposite seasons, being in Australia to North America and Canada, who are in winter, I'm in summer. So sometimes it can work very well to have a summer, spring, summer collection and to look at the fashion runways. They tend to do that every six months. And then you might have an autumn, winter or fall, winter. And the reason why it's good is because you can have a few buzz names, particularly as a color menu. It might also be different fringe or bang shapes or nail shapes. And when you give it a name, you can create a price, you can work out how much time it is. It might only be an extra 15 minutes to a regular hairline foil. Let's say you want to call something sparkle foils and you're telling people that peach color is in. So it really could help you to sell. You might have a peachy shampoo. You might be able to add in 12 extra foils to somebody that usually has a caramel color tint or a gray coverage, and you could create something that's customized, but it basically gives you and potentially your team something to get excited about, something that is within the business to be promoting, and something to look at opportunities that you can add in extra services or products that they need to maintain it. And your hairdressers need to, like we do need to, we're trendsetters, we need to be educating and exciting our clients and looking at nail art, and I'm looking at all of my clients in my chair, it is so incredible how much that has developed with all of the different 
shapes and arts and colors and textures available and it's really elevating in that industry and other parts of the hair and beauty industry being linked so closely to fashion so I really encourage people if four times a year seems too much perhaps you could start off by doing it just twice a year but it is that is kind of exciting to get to do and you could also use AI or you know you could go to Google and see what's coming in you could be looking online and and perhaps you do all blondes so you might want to do a blonde collection I do a lot of reds so I'm excited and will lean into you know what reds are trending there's always a blonde trending there's always a red trending there's always some kind of French tip manicure you know or something like that but if you give it a name and you know how to price it, it could really help you to increase your revenue and be more profitable, but love the creativity around it. Yeah, I think there's so many benefits, you know, um, re-engage clients that are a little bit tired. I know that clients often feel fearful of asking the hairdresser to do something new. And this means you've got something to bring to the table and offer them something new to just re-engage in a conversation. It shows your clients that you're leading the way. You are the ones to follow and not somebody else um, and that you're on top of things. It is creative for your team. It gives them creative outlet. It also, for them, puts your brand on a pedestal over the competition. So I think there are so many benefits to doing it. And like you said, Twice a year is plenty um, because it can be, if you do it well, it can be a decent project. But I think there is every ounce of a great return on that investment um, from all sides. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you're working in a team, managing a team, if you're a salon or suite owner and you want to bounce ideas with other people, perhaps you this leads into doing a content day or you may have people... Mm -hmm on your team, ask them what they're loving or what they want to do more of. Because if you are a vivid hair specialist versus, you know, somebody that wants to do very natural looking and you start promoting that you love vivids, you might start attracting more of those in. So I think it can also be a way mm -hmm. of regaining control of the type of work that you love, that you are efficient at, that you want to get really known for and attract more of. So it's sort of that like attracts like as well, which I love. But to be able to attract these new trends, you sort of you want to make sure that you're telling not only your clients, but we want you to be promoting that on social media and yeah. to be engaging potentially new clients who are watching what your salon's doing and wondering if it's the right thing for them to come in. Hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're going to get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team. You love your team. But you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease, in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more, because everybody wins. The team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me 
uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, for sure. Establishing your area of expertise, if you will, in the marketplace. Yeah. Okay. So um, Pantone is a really good place to start. What are some other tips to get inspiration or how to actually finalize? What is the look? Like, what is the hairstyle? What are some things we can think about in creating said look? It's a great question. And I, I really love looking at some other people on social media. I love listening into podcasts such as yours and others that are done within our industry, because I think that it can be really interesting to get ideas from what other people are saying. TikTok is another great uh, app and another great social media platform to see emerging trends friends but I also think we've got to be careful of not spending too much time because then you might become somebody that's comparing yourself to others and the doom scrolling starts so it's good to perhaps look for inspiration to see what other people are doing and if you don't want to be looking in the hair industry specifically to be looking at fashion so to be looking at catwalks to be perhaps you might go onto YouTube you might get forecasting magazines and things and something that you could do to structure it could be if we're doing color what's one highlighting technique that could be trending what are three blonde toners and let's give them new names what's a red and what's something for our um, gorgeous brunettes and that's already I think about five or six so I would break it down if you're talking hair colour to perhaps a blonde, a brunette and a red. And within those, even just changing the name of a toner or the name of a nude nail colour perhaps and coming up with like a package. So it might be bundling a couple of your top requested um, different services as well. So perhaps say expensive brunette is in or glossy brunette I think is going to be one of the strong trends for this year and so is auburn hair perhaps you could be calling it luxury auburn fusion or you know um glam brunette package or glamorous brunette and within that they get a shine product they get a treatment they get a semi-permanent they need 10 foils and it's sort of like this bundle but it is something because we all have blonde brunette and redhead clients so if we give them something exciting to try and something that's, you know, ranging in different prices, it can work really well. So I think that could be a great starting point. And perhaps it's about this, the way that they style it and that gives them quite a reinvented look. Yeah, I love that. And you want to be able to create something for your red, your brown and your blondes. But actually the technique can be the same and you're just varying the actual colour mix. Um and all of a sudden you have a collection and keeping it quite simple. Like, I think we don't have to overthink it. Simplicity sometimes yeah. is key, um, but it's the bundling and the package and the excitement that you build around it. Um, so let's talk on that point then. If we've created a package and we've put a collection of looks, color design, toners, um, and we've packaged that up, how would we price that? 
what are you doing currently or what are you talking about currently in terms of pricing? Uh, the true total of all of the pieces together or do you um, manage the price somehow so as a package it is more cost effective? What are your thoughts? I love the idea of doing packages and I do have uh, particular names. So some of them like sparkle foils is a bit more for me than a hairline foil. In the last 12 months, I did a service menu overhaul in my business. And that is what I would recommend for every listener who is wanting to have a successful and profitable business. And within that service menu overhaul, I realized that as a red specialist, I only had standard prices, including my gray coverage color, my highlighting and foiling. So you're absolutely right. I couldn't agree more with it's the same techniques, but some colors need more product. So I went back in about 12 months ago in my own business and I created a I think I've got about 20 or 25 specific to red hair, which includes virgin tinting, it includes balayage and base, it includes all the different techniques that you hear so often in the blonde world, but I tend to use much more product for first visits as opposed to maintenance. So behind the scenes, what the clients don't see is I've got a blonde and a red pricing, and then I add it up like an a la carte menu. So I quote them, and I let them know. So I do have packages that I know need to get that result, but I will give them a gorgeous name, like a beautiful, rich color melt auburn, or we'll do a pastel pink, pearly peach. And really one is a colored conditioner and the other one is a more involved technical color that has taken me hours. They both look gorgeous on Instagram. I give them names and I often get clients actually coming back in, showing me their hair from social media. So I've realized that I needed to, I used Salon Scale, which um, I know that there are different uh, scale companies. I personally love Salon Scale. So I can see my costs in real time as I'm measuring them. And it has reduced my waste and overspending as well. So if I was doing a package or a service menu overhaul, and I'm really heavily promoting peach or golden blonde, I would probably stock a few more of those than my standard order. But I can also, when I go to charge the client, they may be having the redhead base and foils and the auburn color, but I also have on there my cost of materials. So I know some hairdressers like to charge that cost on top of whatever the package was, but I try to bundle it all in with a la carte pricing and I find that works for me, but I really tell a story. So I very descriptive and what to expect and create all these delicious names. If you ever get stuck, I've got a pro tip. If you're wanting to get names, particularly for brunettes or for natural earthy colors, go to a hardware store, look at the wood stains, look at the paint color names, ask them for their free charts or Google things like Dulux or paint or wood stains, and you get all of these amazing names. And you could use those in your business for new color names. So you don't have to start from scratch. 
you can copy from another industry and infuse it in. So I hope that's helpful and I hope you all go to a hardware store soon. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's like, it's just so good. And it also means that they're names that people, you know, understand. Like we don't want to get so crazy that it's too complicated and people don't understand what they're buying. So I love that. Um, You kind of touched on social media there. I I want to talk about like it's one thing to create a package it's another thing to uh, upgrade in the chair but how do we get it out to there to the world to one establish ourselves as expertise and like for you it's red or are we blondes um, or are we fashion leaders um, and then how do we create a campaign to let people know and make sure that we get bums on seats what are your thoughts on that I think that's a great question and I think this is where the overwhelm and the social media anxiety and the freakouts can happen with all of us. So we may have been doing the work and we're already loving this, but then we're either so busy working in the salon on clients that we don't allow time to do the social media or we're not that busy and we kind of freak out and think, oh, I don't have anything to show on social media and the all these voices in your head are happening. The thing is, I I find with social media, is you don't have to be doing what everyone else is doing. If you can consistently post once a week or if you can do it three times a week, that is okay. And it is also okay to post and ghost. It is okay to post and engage. (laughs) It is okay to allocate time. And if it's one less client per month, so if it could be maybe a three-hour time that you've got per month, all of that is okay. So you don't have to be what everyone else is doing. Social media for me is the main lead for every single new client request. And they go through my Instagram. They know what type of work I'm doing. So I now see that that every everything that I post is really time well spent. And until that happens and you get the leads, don't be counting the followers, don't be counting the engagement. It may be interesting to start tracking where your new clients are coming from. Is it from Google? I also do one Google post per week and I do several on Instagram as my main sources. So when I shifted to who is it for, I also find my hairdresser students that know that I have an online course on redheads and a formulation one, and it's mainly through Instagram. So the type of things that I think can work really well, if you've got a three-month promotion and you're really focusing on it, if you can do step-by-step process of each of the trends, so you could show a before and after, that could be photos of a client, you could show some of your inspiration, you could get a tripod. I've got a great one from Kmart. It cost me, I think, about $15. I just pop that up and do a time-lapse video. The more content you get, you can then start looking at what the trending audios, if you're making a reel or what the trends on social media are. Behind the scenes glimpses are really good and client testimonials. And I think if you're wanting to promote bronze or bronze balayage or auburn hair color, using hashtags strategically of the trend name as well as your location and salon uh, speciality. So perhaps I could be Sydney red hair specialist, Sydney hairdresser, Sydney red hair and to start using that as a 
search as well. So in your marketing strategy, do you want to be showing a step-by-step? Do you want to be helping your clients know what to book in for, what to ask? A really important tip is every single thing that you post on your social media needs to have a strong call to action. And that means what do you want them to do when they see it? Do you want them to click the link and buy your blonde shampoo that adds creamy tones to their hair? Do you want them to come in for a free consultation to discuss your new package? Do you want them to book a treatment and get an upgrade to try this toner? Tell them in every caption and trust me when I say this, you are not too salesy. You can't sell too much. They need sometimes to see it several times. And so that's something that you would notice if you go onto my Instagram at Color Christina, I always have a call to action. I let them know if I want them to DM me to book something in or to ask me a question or to leave an emoji for more info. So hopefully that helps to give you some actionable things that I really think call to action, know what you're promoting and to show the actual process and the end result. Maybe you want to share the pricing, maybe you don't, but to really be talking about it numerous times and that then could help even your regular client might be really daring and change from their icy blonde toner to something a bit warmer and they may or may not love it but they're going to trust you because you're the genius and they'll try it and still tell their friends about it so it's sort of creating excitement and it gives you something new creatively as well. Glad you said that about creating excitement because I think when we're in our own heads and in our own salon we just think oh I've just added a couple of foils and we forget that actually when we package it up or we talk about it um, that that's actually exciting and it's a talking point for your clients when they're meeting with their friends and having a glass of wine we need to get out of our own heads and start thinking from the point of view of the client and then the other key thing that you said was the call to action and not feeling like we're too salesy um, because you can't sell a secret People don't know. I've had a client in the chair in the early days. I was giving her a consultation, telling her the things that she needed, doing all the right things, recommending, recommending. And then she turned and said to me, so whereabouts do you think, uh, do you know where I could get that from? I was talking to her about shampoo and home care. And I was like, um, here, <laughs> like we think it's so obvious that we sell the stuff. It's not obvious to those people. They're not in our world every day and so we need to be really clear make it easy to do business with you by just giving them the step by step this is how you do it um and because it seems so obvious to us so I'm really pleased that you brought it up um you have given us like everything that we need to know this has been absolute gold um but I also know that um Christina you're a business owner yourself um do you know that's one thing that we all have have in common and it's a journey to be a business owner so what is a quote or a mantra that you have or, or the or your 2024 quote or mantra that keeps you sane in the business journey it's a great question I think I've been on the show before and I loved this question and I referenced a Dr Seuss quote but what's something that's been really strong in my mind that I've been working with and I will take it into 2024 is progress over perfection because I look back now at some things I was doing six months ago and I feel really proud as well as I think, oh gosh, I've come a long way. And on those days, I might also be thinking, oh, I feel like I'm a 
complete beginner again at this and I don't know what I'm doing and I have all of those feelings just like we all do we're artistic we're creative we're business-minded many of us are leading entrepreneurial existences now and doing all of the tasks so I find that progress over perfection is the way forward for me and to be kind to yourself speak kindly to yourself like you do to your friends love that yes especially the speaking kindly to self mm. um, it is good to check in with the way that we talk to ourselves for sure now on the topic of sort of packages and reds I know you've got something super duper awesome that you've released just recently um and I know all of the hairdressers want to get their hands on it so tell us about your latest uh I guess, free resource for the industry. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. supporting us. Yeah, thank you. I am really excited. I looked at what people were wanting last year and I'd had thousands of downloads of my first ever ebook and I had a couple of free guides on my website. And speaking of trends and color trends, I have just released a new, it's a free formula guide and it's on my three top trending redhead formulas. And if you ask me, they'll be trending every year whilst I am in the industry. <laughs> but also there are, there are redheads everywhere. So it's a brand free three top trending redhead formula guides. So there's a strawberry blonde, there's an auburn, and there's a, another one on there as well for you. So you can get that for free. There's some extra tips in there around formulation. And I've got the links if you want to learn more or find out more about my brand free online and in-person Color Academy. So you can find that on my website at christinarussell.com.au. Amazing. And uh, you are at Christina Russell on the gram also. Oh, yes. I'm at color, C-O-L-O-U-R, Christina, spelt with a K, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. Amazing. Glad we wrapped, uh, <laughs> sorted that out. <laughs> That's confusing, hey. isn't it? Yeah. It is confusing. Yeah. We've got a couple of different names, different aliases. So it's color Christina or Christina Russell. Thank Amazing. you. All right. I appreciate your insights today. This has been fantastic and um, look forward to having you back on the podcast sometime in the future. Thank you so much, Larissa. And thank you to Salon Owners Collective Tribe and Community. I love speaking with you and don't be shy. I'm on the gram all the time. Reach out if you've got any questions. Thanks again, Larissa. Thank you, Christina. I always love having you back on the podcast and I hope for you listening to this episode, this excited you that you're ready to start looking into trends and finding new ways to engage your team and your clients. Remember, you don't need to create something brand new. Look at your key services, look at what is trending in a few bundles and put a few things together, maybe mix up a few new colors. Do you know what? Have fun with it. Add a name, make it a package and you're good to go. Right. Make sure that you subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast because I want to ensure that you get our weekly profitable and successful Salon Owners podcast every week. All right. I hope you love today. Make sure you subscribe. See you same time, same place next week. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. 
subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify, or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.